Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this episode, we're going to talk about the five costs of interrupting somebody. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. If you're a regular, you listen to every week, super happy that you're back. Last week, we talked about the five costs of interrupting yourself, which happens quite a bit, even without us being aware of it. And this week, we're going to talk about, well, what happens when you do it to somebody else that you work with or know in the middle of a conversation, and what costs does that interruption have? Um, as a little bit of background of this episode, certainly I would encourage you to listen to the previous episode. Um, but there's also one I did several years ago about conversation hijacking. You might want to look that one up at, at the... Uh, at the podcast, podcast.thebrieflab.com is, is one URL if you find it on Spotify or uh, Apple or wherever you're listening to, whatever platform. Why am I doing this podcast? I'm doing this podcast to help you to really rise above and to be an exceptional communicator, really clear, really concise, consistent. And part of that is being a better conversationalist, a person who people, other people find easy to talk to, easy to follow, easy to converse with. And for some people, this is easier than others, certainly. And it comes from a lot of different things. Um, levels of interest, empathy, uh, personal connection, discipline. There's a lot of contributing factors that make people better conversations. It's multiple. Sometimes people are, um, you know, uh, you know, better listeners, but this is something that we all need to be better at, which is how do we engage people? How do we talk to people? And I'm recording this right around the holidays. It's, uh, I believe it's going to be released on Christmas. So I'm in the States. So here we've got, um, a lot of opportunities, you've got holiday parties, you're talking to people, maybe you're reconnecting with neighbors and family and friends and conversations are going on and you'll probably see this happen quite a bit, which is people interrupting each other in the middle of a conversation. We want to talk about the costs, the risks, the impact when that happens in that list, maybe really, really long, but let's hone in on the five big ones. And, you know, we do this and maybe we do it often to other people. Maybe we do it infrequently, but when we do it, we may not even notice that we do it because it's so second nature to us. A person's in the middle of a conversation, they say something, we hear it, and then we just step in and we cut them off and we start talking over them. Or we just literally break the flow of what they're talking about. Now, if you're an agreeable person, maybe you don't mind. You're like, all right. But think of it like you're driving in traffic and somebody just cuts you off. Some people are like, you know, that's human nature and people are just mean and selfish and they cut you off in traffic and... And other people will get really, really ticked off and they start screaming and how dare you, et cetera. And I've noticed this in conversations that some people just let it happen. Other people call other people out when they do it. Like I was talking, I was finishing. I don't really recommend doing that. I think it's, that's equally annoying to call a person out in the middle of the conversation. I think there's <clears throat> ways to acknowledge and to adapt to it. But for the sake of this podcast, we're going to focus on you and what happens when you do this to other people even if you're unaware of it. So I really want to try to make you more aware that you might be doing this. Um, and why, first of all, like, why do you do it? Why do I do it? 
and a conversation. If we don't even realize we're doing it, why might we be doing it? And I just kind of jotted down some reasons why this might be the case. And I think one of them might be that you're just not interested in what they're saying. I mean, clearly you're talking to a person that they're talking about something that they just love and talking about, you know, baseball or a person's doctoral dissertation or the person's talking about plumbing or a project or, you know, how to make, you know, homemade pasta. And you'd be like, honestly, I don't really care about anything you're talking about. So I want to get out of the conversation. The person's talking about their, you know, health problems, maybe, and, you know, complaining about this, that, and the other thing, whatever. You'd just be like, I just not interested in what you're talking about. So I don't want to cut the person off. Maybe it's just, you want to add to that. They say, you know, something about this recipe and you're like, but I got this recipe. I, I remember talking to a person and um, every time they, they, you would say something, they would interrupt, but they would add something, but it was always related to themselves, which that in and of itself was a bit annoying. But um, there was, oh yeah, for me, it was always like, how did that connect back to me? So people want to just add on the conversation. Um, that then might be another reason why people do it. Um, maybe people just get distracted, you know, right in the middle of the conversation. We've probably familiar with this concept of the elusive 600. I talked about that last week and it's been in previous podcasts. It's in the book brief. It's in the book noise. Um, that the, our brain is going at a rate of about 750 words per minute. We're speaking at 150 words per minute. So there's 600 sort of leftover words, if you will, excess words that we call the elusive 600 because they're, it's this inner monologue, whether you're conscious or subconscious of those thoughts, your brain is racing on and maybe they say a word like, I don't know, I'm just making this up, but, um, you know, I was talking to my cousin, Philip, who lives in Iowa and you just get distracted and you're like, Iowa just lost to Michigan, you know, in the big 10 championship game. You know, well, that's just clearly a distraction. The person wasn't talking about Iowa, the football team, they're talking about Iowa state. Well, you just got so distracted that, you know, you just picked that up and, and ran a completely different direction. Maybe you just interrupt because you want them to stop. Like you just like, all right, I've had enough. So I'm just going to cut them off at the pass here. And, you know, certainly you can do it for that reason or distractions, or you want to add something or you're not interested or, or more. There's probably more reasons that I'm even talking about, but the point is we do it. We interrupt people in the middle of conversation and, you know, one of the things that I want us to think about is, is uh, this, when we do this, we have to be more aware that it really does change the conversation. It does ch change the conversation. It changes the exchange. It changes a lot of things when we do this. And I just want to outline, well, what are the, what are the risks? What are the bad things that are happening when you do this? And the first of my list is, I think first and foremost, we show people that we still care. Um, because if we cared more about them, we would do this less. I'm not saying we would never do it again because that's not realistic. We would always be interrupting people because conversations are two-way, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something when you say something. And the timing is never going to be perfect, right? We don't perfectly time when we ask a question or make a comment or, I mean, we can talk over each other and, and I'll finish each other's sentences, if you will. I remember um, years ago watching this movie with my kids, um, the... Um, frozen in the, one of the lines. I don't remember anything about the movie other than um, two sisters and one said we finish each other's sandwiches. Was that, that was kind of a funny line, but um, we finish each other's sentences and we just do it naturally. And But it does show people that we don't care. There's a lack of respect, right? So that's, that's right at the top of the list. Number two, I think 
the, the, the second cost, if you will, is it changes the conversation. It will change the conversation a little bit or maybe a lot. The direction of it, the flow, where it was going um, when you interrupt a person. I mean, if the person talking about the state of Iowa and you're talking about the Iowa the football team, I mean, you, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or a PhD to figure out, you know, you just change the conversation. Now, if you want to do that, that's entirely up to you to do that. If the conversation is going nowhere, but know that you just grabbed the mic when that person was, was singing karaoke and you just started singing a different tune. Um, that does pose a big risk. The third one is you didn't let them finish their thought, you know, in, in the work that we teach at the Brief Lab, we, we talk about headlining, which is, you'll hear, you'll hear this term bottom line up front, and headlining is a better version of bluff, if you will, bottom line up front. Most people naturally, when they communicate, put the bottom line at the bottom. So I, my, my funny joke is that's, you know, that spells blab. This is why it takes people a long time to get to the point because they're getting to the point. It's not, they don't start with the point, they end with the point. They're getting to the point. Well, if they've never studied how to do this or taken courses with us or not even aware that they do this, naturally they'll be building towards some type of a conclusion and we didn't let them finish their thought. And we never heard it. So the cost is they never actually got to the juicy part. Now, we could say, well, they should have started with the juicy point. Well, probably, but that's not how most people are. One of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast, quite honestly, is you got to start with the point. But if you're not doing that, if you're interrupting a person when they're not doing that, they won't actually be able to finish their thought. Number four is they might be unlikely to want to talk to you again. Now, if you think about interrupting a client or your boss or somebody that's important to you, or maybe you're dating somebody or your spouse or your children and you cut them off, if you do this enough, you'll train them to not want to talk to you because who wants to talk to a person that grabs the microphone and changes the conversation or doesn't let them finish what they're saying or, you know, cuts them off completely. The answer is nobody. So it's highly unlikely if you do this consistently with the same person that they're going to want to talk to you because they know they're probably going to do this. And then finally, I think it just diminishes the relationship. If you look at the, whether it's family at home in a personal life in our professional context, if a person is doing this to somebody, if you're doing this to, let's say, you know, a person that works on your team pretty consistently for whatever reason it might be lack of interest, lack of time. Um, you want them to stop talking. Um, they're long winded. You got distracted. Whatever the reason is, um, that relationship and those conversations are not going to strengthen the relationship that you have with the person. Your conversations are going to be fewer and far between. They're not going to be as quality as you'd like them to be, or maybe as the, as that other person wants them to be. And you're, skill, your strength as a conversationalist is going to be a cause, your lack of strength, I should say, of the strength of the relationship. Because you just don't have really good conversations with other people because you're interrupting them all the time. So something to think some things to think about in this regard are, I think first and foremost is do I do this? And the answer is most likely yes. Second question is, am I aware when I do this? Do I care that I do this? Do I really value another person in what they have to say? Even if it might be painful for me to have to quote unquote, like endure them kind of getting to the point. Um, so am I aware of this? Have I ever thought about 
how it affects me and them. You know, maybe I'm, if I did this consistent with somebody who works on my team and I didn't let them finish their thought, then I'm missing a lot of their great thinking because it's truncated, it's cut off, it's broken in, in, in pieces. Now, yes, you should say, get to the point earlier because my attention is an infinite for sure, absolutely. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. But along the way, our patience um, needs to be um, more to let them finish what they're going to say. Maybe you're missing out on a lot of their good thinking. And I also think maybe when we're thinking about this topic, not only do I notice that I do this, do I notice or not, or how frequently I do this, but do I even care? And I think a lot of people, whether you're an authority, maybe a person's a parent and this is your child or you're, you're smarter than the other person or you've got more responsibility or make more money, whatever the condition might be, you don't even care that you do this. Um, I remember working for a person who was really smart and thought the people that worked under her weren't so smart and had a lot of authority and a lot of, you know, was very financially successful and didn't really seem to care thought that that her role was always to cut people off and teach them. So, uh, you know, was really constantly just, gra you know, grabbing the hold of the conversation and doing most of the talking and, and was consistently interrupting because, quite frankly, it didn't seem like she it even bothered her. I thought it was like, my job is to make people stop talking so I can talk all the time. So there are costs of interrupting someone. You know, going to last week, let's start with myself. Am I interrupting myself? That might be, I might be the a primary source of my distraction and then start thinking, am I the person who's cutting other people off consistently? Am I stepping in that conversation and breaking it apart and, and making it um, not flow? So all conversations in my experience need kind of an ebb and a flow, a give, in a, you know, I mean, cat, it's going back and a forth that, that flow goes, you know, and let the flow go where it goes because that's how conversations are. But in that flow, please, please, please don't be the dam that stops it entirely. Just saying.